This is ESPN Radio. Was C.J. Stroud left in the dust last night, or is it a little too soon to judge what we saw from the Rook in the preseason? Amber Wilson and Ian Fitzsimmons hanging out with you. You can watch us on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. You're listening to us on ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. We had some football, Ian. It is back. Preseason NFL football to me, like, Football, but with air quotes, you know, air quote like football. Oh, come on. You're not one football. of those, are you, Amber? I I'm didn't one know of those, that. man. There's only so much I can do with this. We're all going to freak out about C.J. Stroud because he threw an interception last night. He looked bad in preseason game one. No, I'm not. I'm not one of those people, but football's back on my TV. Last night, not kidding, we abandoned, you know, the, the, the you know, dinner table and went into the living room and turned the game on. That's a real family. That's game. a real American family, yeah. right I mean, there. Football's Ian on. The bride says, "Hey, what, uh, what channel? NFL Network. Put it on. Let's go. Uh, let, let, let's feast. Football's back in our lives every single weekend until January, late mm-hmm. January, and then we have the Super Bowl. So, I mean, life doesn't get much better when you have football back in your lives. We've waited. You called it a long national nightmare, mm-hmm. going back to the Super Bowl, and now we have football back. So, yeah, I mean, I watched." Um, and I, I, look, I'm not over a value. I'm not worried about a CJ Stroud pick. You heard him say it as a you know life lesson. I need to check that down. Don't try and force it. He'll learn from it. So you know, I watched as we talked about a couple days ago for some of the young guys, the young quarterbacks, the young players like Will Anderson shined a bit last night. Keon White, my gosh, second round pick out of Georgia Tech for New England. They may have their new great edge rusher. Now, I'm not going off a preseason game. I'm going back to what we saw at Georgia Tech and. He looks like a six, seven-year vet already. Uh, but again, it is preseason. But yeah, I was into it, man. I mean, I'm, look, it's it's football. It's back. Why won't I watch? I was asleep for the second game. But the first game, yeah, I was in. I mean, it's football. Uh, air quotes. But it is football. Listen, and this is the opportunity <laughs> that you have to evaluate some of these guys. But it's a little unfair because it's one preseason game. And the big storyline out of this thing. And it's thing, vanilla. And it's vanilla. And the big storyline out of this thing is going to be C.J. Stroud. Now, he's not one of these dudes that's out there fighting for a spot on the roster, right? I mean, that's not the situation with Stroud. The Texans aren't punting on C.J. Stroud because he threw an interception in a preseason game. But Texans fans are probably a little upset this morning. Just wanting to see a little bit more from their new quarterback than they were able to see. He went two for four, 13 yards an ugly interception there in their uh, win over the New England Patriots, 20 to nine. Nobody cares about the final score. Nobody, frankly, cares about who it. wins unless you bet on it. Are you, people are betting on preseason game oh, one absolutely. degenerates, man. Degenerates. Yeah, I am. Absolutely. 100%. You know, I had the Texans minus three. I am. You, you, you could not so be you, more So you actually bet on this thing. Yes. I didn't oh, bet on the Hall of Fame game. I didn't have a feel for it, but America was all over New England. So you know what I do? I'm a contrarian. I went with the Texans for 25 bucks just to be well. invested in a preseason game. So maybe that is part of the reason why also that I watched the entire first half could yeah. have something to do with it, but saying, not saying. I mean, that is the thing about betting, right? And the thing about fantasy football like a lot of people play fantasy sports just because it gives you some intrigue to watch some teams beyond just your teams or to stay tuned in longer it's the same thing with betting now it at least makes it more exciting so you have a reason to stay tuned in I didn't stay tuned in to this one I ain't even gonna front I'm not even gonna pretend (laughs) like I stayed tuned into this game we didn't get any Mac Jones for the New England Patriots they have a really banged up O-line right now I don't think they wanted to risk putting Mac Jones out there behind that line we got Bailey Zappi an actor 
accurate performance from him. He completed 10 of his first 12 passes, largely screen passes, largely a short game. We've seen Bailey Zappi before, so he's not going to be the story out of this thing. It's going to be C.J. Stroud. But it stands to ask then here, Ian, whether we should be seeing any of these guys. And when we're talking about who we should see and when we should see them in the preseason, who does it matter for the most? There's going to be vets that maybe we'll see under center here over the next few days. There's going to be rooks that we're going to see for the first time out there. One of those rookies is Anthony Richardson. He is the Colts quarterback. We don't know where he is on the depth chart. We imagine we will be seeing him in the preseason. He says he cannot wait. First NFL experience, just try to get a victory, um, just showcase you know, my talent, my ability, and just be a leader and just push the team. I knew I was going to play regardless, so I wasn't really stressing whether I was going to start or not because you know, I was going to get my reps. But you know, I'm excited. I get to run out there first and you know, hopefully put up some points early. I know I'm going to be anxious. You know, uh, I, just, I get to play football again, so that's always something big. And then just being on the big stage, even going to Buffalo, I've never been. So uh, it's, a, it's a first for everything. I'm looking forward to the first hit. You know, Once I get hit, I know I'm in the game for real. So hopefully it don't hit me too hard, but I'm excited. I think people forget that. Like with these rookies, it's so much adjustment, not just to the NFL, not just to the speed of the game, not just to the complexities from a coaching perspective and being able to break that down with your football IQ, but also just in terms of going places you've never been, right? I mean, you're around new teammates. You're going to Buffalo. AR's never been to Buffalo before in his life. It's a weird experience when you're a rookie in the NFL. There's so much to adjust to. Yeah, and look, the Anchor Bar, they don't have the best chicken wings in, in Buffalo, but that's where the Buffalo, <laughs> the wing was actually founded. Yeah. Uh, I don't highly recommend going there, there anymore, but that's where they started, bad. right? Yeah, they're so you're going there. to the city where wings actually began, get in a three-point stance, go attack something, and go play some ball. So have fun, AR. Look, he, he needs to play. He's only played in 13 college games in his entire career. He needs the reps, and he's a guy that can also knows how to protect himself. So I'm not worried about Anthony Richardson getting hurt. Russell Wilson in a new system with Sean Payton, I don't have a problem with him going out there for a couple series. Jordan Love needs as many live reps as he can, having been a backup the last few years to Aaron Rodgers coming out of Utah State as that first-round pick. He needs reps. So all these guys we're talking about, I have zero problem with them going out there and, quote, risking something happen, end quote, to use your air quotes. And, and look, go protect yourselves, run some vanilla offense, get some live reps in, especially for young guys like Anthony Richardson. He needs as many as he can possibly get right now because he's only played 13 games. Yeah, at some point you have to risk it, right? I mean, it's the NFL. Everything, every time you step on the football field, even if it's practice, even if it's training camp, every time you step on the football field, there is a risk associated with this very, very physical sport. You risk it for the rooks because they need those reps. And you saw it with CJ Stroud. I mean, with that interception, it was just him not reading things right him not reading the defense right he put the onus on him you don't get that unless you're in live action Stroud went on to say I just need to trust my eyes I've seen a certain look to where I knew in film that they could run that where to the safety if his man blocks he'll come off and he really locked into my eyes I just lost track of that and I forced it I should have just checked down to Dalton Schultz those are the sort of things that he'll learn he had a vet intercept the ball he was looking at where CJ Stroud's eyes were on the field and it's a little different from college, right? These DBs are a lot better than they were that C.J. Stroud was facing just a season ago. So 
These are growing pains. I have zero problem with these rooks starting all season long. It's these vets that I have more of a question about when we talk to you, should we see them? So that's the weird thing. Like these three vets that we're probably going to see tonight in Jordan Love, Deshaun Watson, and Russell Wilson. There's questions there with these guys. Do I want to see Russell Wilson in the preseason? Yes, because of how terribly it went last year. And because he's learning a new offense, new coaching staff, I do think that it's almost like, like, I don't want to say it's punishment for Russell Wilson, but it feels a little bit like that. Like, hey, we took a step back, buddy, here in your career. And so you're going to have to be out there in a capacity that you wouldn't have otherwise for somebody in your situation with your resume. Yeah, again, I don't have a problem with it at all. I think Sean Payton not only is having him get some reps in, in live play, even as vanilla as it might be, just because it is, as you mentioned, a new system. But also, it's a, it's a message to the entire team. Nobody is above anybody else anymore. Nobody has their private parking spot or a massive office uh, that's a player on this football team. Everybody is equal. Now, does he believe that behind the scenes? No. Right? I mean, some guys are treated differently. As Jimmy Johnson would say, like if a 53rd guy on the roster when Jimmy Johnson was the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys and he fell asleep in a team meeting, his butt was cut like, like five minutes later. Troy wants to take a nap. Don't disturb him. You know, but I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I just, I roll level, my right? eyes. I, that whole narrative surrounding Russell Wilson is like that dude is a future Hall of Famer if his career ended before he stepped onto the field for the Denver Broncos, right? I, he'd been in the league for He's a close. decade He's doing close. it. I He's think he close. probably is already a Hall of Famer, frankly. I mean, now it's a little odd having that conference. Like, could he literally be playing himself out of the hall? Uh, that would that would be a shame. We've never quite seen that before with the way things have gone with him falling off a cliff. But in Seattle, we know what Russell Wilson did. And so, yes, when he comes to Denver, he gets paid at a different level than everybody else because of the resume, because of all the years, because of the accomplishments, because of the Super Bowl. And also, the man gets a parking space. Like, I just, I don't get this whole idea. That he didn't we, need the red cone that I had, Amber. He I mean, didn't. It had his I, name on it. It was done. And, and that was the problem with last season. Like, Russell Wilson got a parking space. You know how many parking spaces Stephen A. Smith and Mike Greenberg probably have at ESPN <laughs> that we do not? Does that mean that you? You and I aren't going to perform well. I mean, come on. There's hierarchy with every company. I think that's part of why Sean Payton is going to play him a couple of series. So Deshaun Watson, we saw the the games that he played coming off the suspension. He didn't look the same. So look, again, even with the veterans, I I would be doing the exact same thing as as every one of these coaching staffs are. Get him some reps, new system, knock off some rust and go out there and play a little bit of football. And, and I'm not talking about an entire half like oh, no. Zappy played last night for New England, but, you know, just a few series. And, oh, by the way, remember last week when Bill Belichick said, everyone, it's a competition? Every, mm-hmm. You know, that Mac Jones, when he was asked, is he your starter? It's a competition. Mac didn't play last night with a banged-up offensive line. I think that, that ends that conversation. Mac Jones is your starting quarterback in New England. There's no more guessing there between he and Zappy. Yeah, a, a really banged up line, as I mentioned. He didn't want his starting quarterback behind that line. It's very obvious who his starting quarterback is. So Zappi was out there. I mentioned uh, accurate performance. His longest pass, though, was a 27-yarder. He was sacked multiple times because of that porous O-line overall. Bailey Zappi looked fine, but that offense generally is going to need to look a little bit better to excite New England Patriots fans. Coming up next here on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson have all won MVPs. But if you had to pick one of them to win it this year, who would it be? 
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is ESPN Radio. Worried about legacy and winning rings more than making money. All right, let me know, know, Patrick, how you feel. When we get close to the end of that uh, lengthy contract that you signed, that made you the highest, by the way, the highest paid at the time you signed it. Remember that whole thing? But so you Zach don't care Martin's about saying right He's now, Amber. Right? <laughs> I was I was the highest paid when I right. signed that contract. I know That's why it I'm is not in Cowboy Camp. Man, it is funny. Like Patrick Mahomes. I mean, you heard Harry Douglas say there on the intro that he thinks he's going to supplant Tom Brady as the greatest to ever do it. Everybody feels that way about Patrick Mahomes. I mean, not necessarily that he's going to leapfrog Tom Brady, but everybody feels like Patrick Mahomes right now is the best quarterback that we're watching in the National Football League. And yet he ain't the highest paid and not even close anymore. And that's just the way the cookie crumbles when you sign these deals. So Patrick Mahomes at some point will be renegotiating that deal, but not yet. Not now. The Kansas City Chiefs have no reason for that. He is a man who has won an MVP. We imagine he's not done yet, and there will probably be more MVPs in the future for Patrick Mahomes. Aaron Rodgers, a man who's also won multiple MVPs, four of them throughout his NFL career, including back-to-back. Lamar Jackson has won an MVP as well. Out of those three guys, if I made Ian Fitzsimmons, who is a betting man, put his money on one of them to do it again this season, who would it be? Mahomes. And even though there's only been two back-to-back men to win back-to-back MVPs in the last decade and a half, Peyton Manning did it 08-09. Aaron Rodgers uh, just recently did it. Mahomes would be the next. But it's short odds. Whenever I'm wagering on things like this on future bets, I look for for value. I I want a little bit more bang for my my buck. So I think Mahomes right now, what is he, uh, Nuno? Um, I think he's around plus 500. So if you bet 100 bucks, you get 500 back. But if there's a guy that's going to be the Plus 650, okay, I was in the ballpark. So 100 bucks gets you 650. Um, it's He would be the one. I mean, did you see the throw he made in, in practice two days ago? Practice? We're talking about practice. Allen Iverson, yet again. He, I he did not see appearance. it. I he, did not see it because, like, also, why do I need to see a Patrick Mahomes pass from practice? I've the seen back, insane stuff from games. Why do I, why is, do I need to see amazing. him do the trickery in practice? Behind the back with okay. his left hand. Oh, from about God. 40 yards out. Oh, stop. And when it, the bet was, can you hit the crossbar? <sighs> Left-handed, behind the back. Maybe it was 30 yards, but this I don't guy. care if it was 20 yards. Drills the crossbar, first attempt. The dude is just different. I mean, he, it, I have like no... Dolphins I don't ever get one of those guys in the draft? <laughs> you know, where's that guy? I have no idea how he does it, how much work he puts Wowzers. into it. It's obvious it, it, it's immense, but if I'm going to get one guy, even on short odds... 
to win and go back to back for the first time since, and there's only, again, been only two dudes to do it in the last decade and a half, it'd be Mahomes. That's the guy I would pick of those three you're giving me. Here's how he does it. And this is why I love the show quarterback on Netflix and why I'm sad that some of these quarterbacks have turned it down because it does give you real insight into these quarterbacks lives. Right. And you get to see a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. You get to see a lot of their family life, which I think we all love from the outside looking in to get to know these guys better who are at the top of the NFL. Obviously, some of them are uncomfortable with allowing that access. So you've had the Jalen Hurts and the Tua Tungavaloas of the world reportedly turned down being on that show. Patrick, Mahomes let us in. He allowed that show into his living room and into the locker room. And in doing so, I learned that Patrick Mahomes, because of that baseball background, has, I think, really aided him as a quarterback. And I had never really considered it before. Watching him work out with his own personal trainer, who's not the team's trainer, but his own personal trainer, where they basically did more baseball style workouts and then the rotation, like the trainers explaining, you know, the, his ability to rotate his body in a way that most football players are not able to do because he's coming from, I guess, being able to swing a baseball bat and like the momentum of that. And like, it's something to do with baseball, his entire life. He's a hell of an infielder. Yeah. Right. And so like just coming from those mechanics and a picture, you're right. Like coming from those mechanics, I guess, translating from baseball to football is one reason that maybe. Patrick Mahomes is as good as he is. I love that kind of insight, you know, because also I've got a four-year-old son. I got to figure out how to make him Patrick Mahomes, right? I mean, come on. No pressure, buddy. My brother would tell you, have him be a long snapper. That is the easiest way to get a scholarship in football, right? You're still out there. Oh, yeah. True story. I know now we're going to go on a tangent here on ESPN Radio. Let's go. It is, is what, 6.20 in the morning on a a Friday. So the Carolina Panthers, my brother is the assistant special teams coach for Carolina under Chris Tabor, and they had family day uh, a few days days ago and so my nephew Liam who is fearless this guy will be wearing cold steel on his wrists and being arrested by the time he's 12 or 13 I mean he is an absolute wild child <laughs> at family day he goes right up to Bryce Young and says hi I'm Liam and Bryce is like hi I'm Bryce I play quarterback here he goes yeah I know I want to play quarterback but my dad wants me to be a long snapper he says it's the easiest way to get a scholarship playing <laughs> football and then Bryce looks at him and says you know, I wanted to be a long snapper, but my dad wanted me, me to be a quarterback. So it's cool to be a long snapper. And Liam goes, really? Okay. Nice to meet you. And walks away. So how about Bryce handling that going, you know what? I'm going to help out coach here. And go, <laughs> right. no, being a long snapper, you're good. It's actually kind of cool. But that, I mean, that's, so that's to your funny. son, there you go. Have him be go. a long, long snapper. snapper. It's an easier way. You know, have him snap into milk mm-hmm. crates right now with a nerf. Mm-hmm. You're, you'll be good. Get him started early. And there's your scally, right? Boom. It done, doesn't seem easy. College. Long snapping does not at all seem easy. It seems incredibly difficult. And then nobody is recognizing you until you do it wrong. Right. And then all of a sudden we're we paying attention a to a long the career. long snapper. That is true. The longevity Look at Daniel of that. Buck. That dude was making him still over a million dollars for like 19 years as a yeah. long snapper for the Detroit. Lions. So that's what I always say. Decades. That's what I always say about a backup quarterback. You know, we always talk about like these quarterback battles, and we act like it's so terrible to be like the second or third quarterback on a depth chart. And I'm thinking, I don't know. Sounds pretty good, actually. It sounds pretty cushy if you're just that. Chase journeyman. Daniel. Yeah, have an entire career. Greatest career ever. Mostly on the bench. People want you because of the guy. Because it, it's either that the guy in front of you gets hurt, so they need you, or the guy in front of you sucks, so they're all chanting for you, right? But you don't actually have the pressure on your shoulders, and you can sit back on that bench the majority of the time, collect the paycheck. Sounds like not such a bad life. Amber Wilson, Ian Fitzsimmons. Find him at Ian Fitz ESPN. You can find me at Amber W Sports. 
Mahomes, Rodgers, Lamar Jackson. They've all won an MVP. I'm with you. I think the easy play here is Mahomes, but it's very difficult to do it back to back. And I do wonder, are we going to get some Patrick Mahomes fatigue here at some point? That Kansas City Chiefs team has surprised me thus far because it's so good. It's so elite, multiple Super Bowls, and yet they seem still pretty likable. Right? And oh, absolutely. At some it's point, of, that dominance ain't cute anymore. Yeah, but Lambert, it's the, the flash and flair that he does it with, and there's not a ton of ego. There, there's a fine line between cocky and confident, and Mahomes walks it to perfection. And because of the flash, like that play that I just described what he did in practice the other day, going behind his back with a wager, you can't hit the crossbar behind your back left-handed. Oh, really? Wham, here it is. You know, from like 30 yards out. Wild plays like that, that he's not doing that in the game, but that pirouette he did. Remember that? Where Devin White against the Bucks had him cooked as Christmas dinner, deep fried like a turkey on Thanksgiving on the right boundary on around the five-yard line, does a pirouette, sees Clyde edwards Lair back of the end zone, here's a little touchdown pass. Mm-hmm. You can't teach that. And because of that flair and flash and the unknown I don't think you're ever going to get Mahomes fatigue because he's not that cocky guy. He's extraordinarily confident. And when you have plays like that, how do you not love it as a football fan unless it goes against your team? And even in that moment, you're like, man, tip of the cap, dude. I mean, how do you defend that? I don't know. I think he's cockier than people realize, right? as he should be, frankly. But he does, and I don't mean to keep referencing quarterback, but on quarterback, when they allow us that That's access. That's an amazing show. That it, I mean, it is. Well, and it's just, it's the access that we're getting to the, the greatest dude doing it right now in Patrick Mahomes. But he's out there and he's like, you know, this is what I do. This is what I do. This is what I, like, he is very, I love that. he is very, very vocal. I like it too. I could see other people eventually not liking it, right? So like getting getting Bronco tired fan of it. Or a Raider, yeah. right? Yes. Right, that's or, what or, I mean. Or Charger, yeah. absolutely. But for the rest of, of football fans, I, I marvel at what he does. I mean, I, I, it's absolutely remarkable. And then here's the other part. You mentioned how some quarterbacks are turning down being on Peyton Manning's documentary on Netflix called Quarterback. It's mm-hmm. Peyton Manning. He's right. not going to burn you. Right. There's no way. He has too much respect for the game and the position. So if he comes to me and, and I'm Jalen Hurts or Tua or whomever or Justin Herbert, it's it's Peyton. Right. If there's one guy you can trust, it's that dude. Yeah, he's going to make you look good. Now, I know Tua is like a super, super private guy. Like, we didn't even know down in Miami when he got married. You know, he like told us later when he got married. Like, there is zero access to Tua's family or very, very, very little. He is as private as it gets. He's been very clear that he wants his private life to be very, very private. We know very little about that dude from that perspective. So I understand why that guy wouldn't want the cameras around him in his personal life. Jalen said that it was him wanting to focus on football and focus on, on getting better. But I hope Jalen hurts at some point changes his mind there because access to him of course would be excellent. Aaron Rodgers, a guy who is pushing 40 years old. He'll turn 40. I think during this season, back to back MVP, we're not far removed from I could see Aaron Rodgers it's not crazy it's not crazy like I'm not as high on the Jets as most people but also it wouldn't be insane if Aaron Rodgers had that chip on his shoulder to the extent of like really wanting to shock the world and get another MVP here maybe he'll end up having a remarkable season then if Lamar Jackson can stay healthy if he can stay healthy last season he was on pace at the beginning of the season for that MVP award coming up next year on ESPN2 and on ESPN Radio. ESPN2 a days continues. We're going to talk about Joe Cool in the Cincinnati Bengals.
Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is ESPN Radio. Hey, let's go do our job, man. NFL Nation Two-A-Days. Time is here. On ESPN Radio, the Cincinnati Bengals. Blue 58, go. I'm Ben Baby, covering the Cincinnati Bengals for ESPN's NFL Nation. And the biggest storyline entering training camp revolves around Joe Burrow's availability for week one. Burrow has been out since he suffered a strained right calf in the second practice of training camp. The injury also comes at a time when the Bengals and Burrow are under contract negotiations on an extension that could make him the highest paid player in the NFL. But more importantly, the Bengals are hoping that Burrow comes back healthy and sooner rather than later. Cincinnati's looking to go from being just AFC contenders to Super Bowl champions. Countdown to kickoff with NFL Nation Two-A-Days on ESPN Radio. The Cincinnati Bengals. A very good team. I think we all think that. A team that we've seen in a Super Bowl with this quarterback at the helm. But the story there, you just heard it, Ian. It is how healthy is that quarterback going to be? Because he is of the utmost importance to the success of this team that absolutely has Super Bowl aspirations. Look, your backup's Trevor Simeon. And Mm -hmm. that doesn't exactly get you all... Amped that up if you're, that if you're doesn't a get you. Fan. That doesn't yeah. get you hype. And Trevor Simeon under center. Inco- I could not have been more incorrect on, on Simeon when he was with the Denver Broncos. I really thought he was going to be their quarterback for about a decade. Well, the pride of Northwestern, not so much. I mean, he's had a a good career as a backup, but I mean, Burrow is one of the best at it in in the entire league. We all know that. And if you're missing the first couple of weeks, those are division games. The first two weeks, that, that's. That's massive. And what concerns me right now when it comes to Joe Burrow is the severity of that calf strain. There's there's three different degrees. And we haven't heard what it is. We haven't heard if it's a mild strain, if if he's going to be out uh, into the regular season. Zach Taylor, the head coach there in Cincinnati, said when it happened that he'd be out for a few weeks. Well, we're already into a few weeks, and we still have not heard any update on Joe Burrow. So... If you're a Bengals fan or if you're a fan also of any other team and arguably coming into the year, the most difficult division in the NFL, you're, you're going, <laughs> I hope he misses the first couple of weeks against my squad. But if you're a Bengals fan, this is a concern. And the, the number one reason is we haven't heard 
how bad is this strain? How bad is this calf injury? If it's the worst, he's missing regular season games. And, but if it was mild, Amber, wouldn't they have already told us? Yep. Hey, there you go. It, it, it's a mild strain. He'll be back in a couple weeks. We're just being cautious. We haven't heard that yet. Amber Wilson, Ian Fitzsimmons, you're on ESPN Radio, ESPN2. And, and again, you know, it, it's, I can't emphasize that part enough because the wide receiver room is there. I'm expecting Jonah Williams at right tackle to be better. Bringing in Orlando Brown Jr., Zeus Jr. at the left side is absolutely that – was, that was an outstanding move by the Bengals. But the bottom line is the severity of this calf strain, how bad is it? Because if it wasn't that bad, Amber, they would we have would told know. us. Yep. Yeah, we would know. I mean, it, they would have come out, oh, no big deal. Let's quiet the storm immediately. Let's calm down all of the fans. I think that it is a real concern because we haven't heard about it. Like you said, if it is a grade four strain, then I don't think we're just talking a regular season game. Right? We're talking multiple regular season games. Now, this is a team that went 0-2 to the start of last year's regular season. An eight-game winning streak at the end of the season has them finishing 12-4 and last season. They ended the third seed there in the AFC. This is a team that's been to two AFC championships in the last couple seasons and obviously a Super Bowl as well. As long as Joe is there for the second half of the season or the majority, the bulk, you know, you heard Jamar Chase reference week five and beyond. I think that they'll be just fine. They could even drop a couple at the beginning of the season. It's fine. What you have to do is you have to have a healthy Joe Burrow. And we know that line in Cincinnati has been a problem time and time and time again. And they've tried to address it every single season. That line is going to have to protect that quarterback. That quarterback's going to have to come back healthy. And that quarterback's going to come back as the highest paid player in the NFL. Yeah, that, that, that last part is, is without question going to happen. And I just had a coordinator in the NFL send us a text message saying, and I quote, having division games early in the year is absolutely stupid. It's moronic. You don't even really know what you do or don't have in the first two weeks. So scheduling division games that early is absolutely unfair to every team involved. So I don't necessarily disagree with that, in, in part because of what we're talking about. Burrow... In the lineup for Cincinnati is a completely different team, and to have two division games early on, that's the, if he's not there, that's not the same Cincinnati team that we might see in Week 8, Week 10 when you should be playing division games. Your reaction to that text we just got from one NFL coordinator? Yeah, I, I understand it. I understand the frustration there. There's no opportunity for growing pains. And the problem for Joe Burrow and the Bengals is obviously they are in an absolutely stacked AFC. And that AFC North is no pushover. Over this season, we don't have, I don't think, particularly high hopes for this Steelers team, but ho- who knows? I mean, Kenny Pickett finished the season last season looking pretty darn good, and it's Mike Tomlin there running things, and he's never had a losing season. But the Cleveland Browns with Deshaun Watson, if he knocks off that rust, that's a team that should take a big step forward. The Baltimore Ravens, if they can stay healthy, Lamar, there's no more contract issue there with him. That's a team that you could easily see, easily see winning that division over the Bengals. They have their hands full. They have their hands full every season anyways because they're in the AFC and the quarterbacks that are going up against Joe Burrow the competition the Patrick Mahomes the Josh Allens of the world but they absolutely have their hands full this season opening the season against the Browns playing the Ravens then you've got Rams Titans Cardinals Seahawks and the bye in week seven how many of those games is Joe Burrow going to be there for 
I mentioned the O-line being a consistent problem to keep Burrow healthy. We've seen him make it to a Super Bowl when he spent a lot of time on his back that season. So we've seen him be able to overcome the deficiencies in that line. But the Bengals tried to address it again this offseason, Ian. Where last season, they took more of a volume approach when they signed, you know, Collins and Kappa and, and Kras there in Cincinnati. This season, they kind of just took a big swing with Orlando Brown Jr., that was the pure left tackle that was left on an open market. They signed him to a four-year, $64 million contract. They continue to try to address their deficiencies, but overall, this team does not have many deficiencies. This was a team that really, other than the O-line, there wasn't a big weakness on their roster from last season either. They were very efficient when you pull all the advanced stats, both offensively and defensively. Yeah, you know they have a deep running back room also with uh, Joe Mixon. Chase Brown is is an outstanding uh, second, you know, a, a backup back to to obviously Joe Mixon. And then defensively, they just extended Trey Hendrickson. Sam Hubbard is an underappreciated, under underrated defensive end. You know, and that wide receiver room on on you know on Burrow's side is one of the best in the National Football League. It all starts up front, but the biggest thing for me is that calf for Joe Burrow. How bad is it? And we can't emphasize this enough. By them not saying, hey, it's a mild strain, he'll be back in a a few weeks. We haven't heard anything. That leads me to believe that it's actually worse than anything that we want to categorize as mild. There were five teams last season that finished the season uh, both top five in offense and defense in terms of efficiency. It was Philadelphia, San Francisco, Dallas, Buffalo, and the Cincinnati Bengals. So the roster is not weak here for the Cincinnati Bengals. The health concerns, though, may end up being the weakness for this Bengals team. Coming up next here on ESPN2 and on ESPN Radio, is the AFC North the toughest division in the league? Who finishes last? ESPN Radio is also on the ESPN app. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is ESPN Radio. 
Amber Wilson, Ian Fitzsimmons. We also live here on your televisions on ESPN2 and ESPNU and on your radio. ESPN Radio presented to you by Progressive Insurance. We will talk about the AFC North. Is it the toughest division in the entire NFL? That in just moments, but... We love when you chime into the conversation. Triple eight, say ESPN. We were discussing a little bit earlier in the show. And if you miss anything here, please check out the podcast on the ESPN app. We were discussing Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, all men who have won an MVP in their career. Some of the multiple time MVP winners. Who's going to do it this season out of those three? Is it any of them or would you take the field? 888-729-3776. That's where we find our friend Terrence in Georgia. Terrence, you're up early this morning. I appreciate you. Who's winning the MVP out of those guys? Well, you know, I like Joe Burrow, but I got to go with the reigning MVP. That's Patrick Mahomes. And backup quarterback is the best job in America. (laughs) <laughs> it. it is it's an underrated job frankly uh, all these quarter- Daniel. yeah all the right all these quarterbacks out here they need to be a starter they need to be a starter that's the competitive nature in you and i would imagine you're hyper competitive if you can make it to the national football league but eh, maybe relax a little bit uh backup ain't so bad uh patrick mahomes the obvious answer you went with patrick mahomes as well ian but if i gave you mahomes rogers Lamar or the field every time and the I'm field obviously field. includes Joe Burrow okay, every so- time yeah I would go back to even when Tiger Woods was in his heyday in the late 90s early 2000s and I got crushed on this for about a year and a half two years but you, we had that discussion Tiger Woods or the field at any major championship in golf and I would always go with the field and back then Tiger cost me a lot of money <laughs> because he was just that dominant but you give me a choice of Mahomes Rogers Lamar Jackson or the field, I will take the field every single time. And Mahomes would be the one that would scare me the most because he is just, he's playing out just, um, just he's like an alien. I mean, cut him open, man. Is he, is he really human right now? I mean, some of the moves, some of the things he does on a football field are just absolutely mesmerizing. You just, you're damn near hypnotized just watching the guy float through the air and make these no-look passes across his body and whatnot. I mean, it's, it's it, things he does we haven't seen since maybe, what, Fran Tarkenton just running around back there mm-hmm. for the Minnesota Vikings way back in the day. Uh, but you, you give me the ad option, I will take the field every single time and make three guys beat the rest of them. Triple H say ESPN. Jerry is giving us a call from Wisconsin. Hey, Jerry, go ahead. Morning, morning. Um, I will take the field, but my pick will be Brock Purdy from San Francisco. Thank you for taking my call. Wow. Well, I wonder field, if Jerry... he's going with Brock Purdy. But going with Brock Purdy. Well, Brock Purdy's part of the field. So if you think Brock Purdy's winning the MVP, that would be just, something, just put it on man. Brock Purdy. That would Better be odds. the best... One of the best stories in NFL history, right? I mean, to go from Mr. Irrelevant, which Mr. Irrelevant... I think Mr. Irrelevant's never... There was some stat, like, never been a starter, or maybe it's never been a starter at that position. I'd have to look it up. But... They're, you know, the odds are so far against you if you're Mr. Irrelevant to even ever make an active 53 and then to go from that to not just a starter in the NFL, but an MVP in the NFL. It would be a remarkable story. Last year, Amber, him guiding the San Francisco 49ers anchored by that defense. That defense Mm -hmm. is just absolutely naughty. I mean, X-rated, you know, from Fred Warner, who's one of the most (laughs) underrated players in, in the entire league at linebacker, Dre Greenlaw. Bosa, go on down the list. I mean, they're just a bunch of boy dog warriors on that side of the ball as well. You know, but Brock Purdy was going into the NFC Championship game before he got hurt. 
was arguably the best story going, not just in football, but in all of professional sports in North America. Going from being the last player picked to the NFC quarterbacking a team to the NFC championship game and putting up numbers. It's not like once they got a book on him that his play dropped off, as, as what happens with a lot of quarterbacks when they're starting in this league for the first time, especially as a rookie. His didn't drop off. That was, I mean, it was amazing. So Brock Purdy, I'm, I'm hoping that elbow is healthy. I'm hoping he's ready to go because San Francisco, if he can play and if he's 100%, they are a legit threat to win it all. Carlos is giving us a call from Kentucky. Good morning, Carlos. What do you have for us? Good morning, guys. Thank you so much for taking my phone call. And I agree with you in regards to Purdy. He's a good quarterback, and I hope he has a successful uh, year this year. But I'm calling to let you guys know something. This is going to be Lamar Jackson's year. Watch what I tell you. Um, To me, coming out of Louisville, he should have been – a two-time Heisman Trophy winner. His numbers were better in his second opportunity to win it. Um, This year, he's surrounded with a cast that it's going to be phenomenal. The defense is going to be on point, so just watch what I tell you. The Ravens are going to go to the Super Bowl this year. This is going to solidify him as one of the, if not the best quarterback in the NFL, but one of the best, at least up there with, with, I say, top two, top three. But I think this is he's going to have an MVP year this year. And not only that, his numbers is going to impress everybody in regards to his ability to pass the football. Certainly not an outlandish take there by Carlos. Uh, Lamar has an upgrade in that wide, multiple upgrades in that wide receiver room in terms of weapons. We know that he looked like at the beginning of the season that he was still in 2019 MVP form. Injuries derailed that a bit, maybe contract negotiations as well. I could see him having a big bounce back season this season, Ian. I don't think it's crazy to put Lamar on that so list. He said he's got the best weapons he's ever had. Right. And everyone talks about Odell Beckham Jr. coming in. To me, it's a rookie out of Boston College and Zay Flowers. Mm-hmm. He can absolutely fly. And he catches everything in his zip code when you throw it to him. Not just that, not, not only does he have, not have the best weapons that he's ever had, but also his running back room, if they're healthy, if J.K. Dobbins, if Gus Edwards are healthy this year, that's going to help him as much as anything. We know on the defensive side of the ball, they're going to be rocking and rolling. Roquan Smith, Patrick Queen, an outstanding tandem at inside, you know, at inside backers. Marlon Humphrey and the boys on the back end. They like we know the defense is always going to be good in Baltimore. The biggest question is not even the weapons around Lamar Jackson now because that's no longer a question. It's availability. But how much? How much of you and I talked about this the last week and a half? If if he's if he's available, if he's healthy, they're a legit threat. Mm-hmm. But without him. They got no shot. None. Just look at the last two years in the month of December. Yeah. Yeah, we know what it looks like without Lamar Jackson. It doesn't look good. And I think it's I think he milked those injuries a little bit at the end of last season to remind them, hey, this is what it looks like. And yeah, this is what it looks like in a postseason. All that stuff. You know? I agree yeah. with you. But the this segues thing, but... into the AFC North. Do you believe this is the toughest division? In the NFL. Well, didn't we say that last season uh, and AFC West. about the AFC West and yet uh, not even close? So I'm always nervous to have this conversation at this point. I would say right now, to me, 
the toughest division actually looks like the AFC East, if you're making me choose. And I don't know if that's me being a homer as a Dolphins fan and also just me being terrified. But <laughs> with the New York Jets, with the, what they've done here, obviously, with Aaron Rodgers, and we already know about that defense there in New York, with the Miami Dolphins, with what they've done, bringing in Vic Fangio, that defense, I think, is going to be back in the form that it was under Brian Flores a couple of years ago. Mike McDaniel's offense looked great if Tua can stay healthy. I think Dalvin Cook's going to end up in Miami. And obviously the Buffalo Bills are still the Buffalo Bills. It is an incredibly loaded team and a quarterback that to me is a top three quarterback in the league. The New England Patriots being the weak link there, but Bill O'Brien, he's coming in. They've mm-hmm. even done what they can to upgrade. Yeah, I think it's 1A, 1B. You know, AFC East and AFC North. I can tell you one thing for certain. It is not a single division in the NFC. You can make arguments in the AFC, any NFC division, even the NFC East is not in this conversation as the toughest coming into the 23 campaign. Yeah, well, people don't, uh, the Washington commander is hard to make a, a, a real argument there. Coming up next, could one of the greatest players in NFL history request a trade this season? This is ESPN Radio. More next. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.